Assalamu alaikum everyone. Welcome to the Open Mic Quiet Host podcast. It's me, the Quiet Host. I already recorded this episode. I mean, partially recorded it until I got interrupted. But like literally, my for some reason, as I was trying to end this episode, or like right as I was in the middle of like great topic, my family decided that it would be a great time to make the most noise in the whole world but inshallah khair I shall record again um I mean I have enough emotion trauma anger for two episodes so inshallah we should do it um but yeah you can probably tell by this title well I don't know actually I might change the title there's three options it could either be recognizing when you are the villain in your own story recognize when you're the villain in someone else's story or just recognizing when you're the villain in general but the problem is this episode is going to be about taking accountability for our actions reflecting on how long we're going to stay in this rot for and when does it become self-pity when does it become you being the villain do you know what i mean (laughs) so it's going to be some juicy topics um ill why did i say that anyway um but yeah I guess this all came from so basically um I one of my goals for this year well not just this year but in life in general was to uh, learn more Islamic knowledge um join more classes learn the tafsir of the Quran so in the spirit of doing that I joined this weekly tafsir class on the surah Yusuf and alhamdulillah it's been amazing like can't lie second second episode second lesson only but i literally had it today and it's been amazing like the fact that i think the teacher is really good and like she connects it to your own life and how it's very down to earth very reachable like i'm not someone who i feel like i'm not very knowledgeable and i guess i know not a lot of us are but i think having the pure intention of wanting it like and humbling yourself in front of people of knowledge who can then teach you and like having the right intention because you know the prophet the first word that he was told to read by the angel Jibreel was read you know read the words of your lord um seek knowledge Rabbi so i think it is a duty on every single one of us no matter what stage we're in to seek knowledge because i feel like we have the heart right we have this connection we believe in our heart and our spirit and our soul but then we can't we don't really know where to go we're by taking actionable steps towards knowing what to do like the practice aspect of it all because we know we believe right but it's like how do you actually practice that how would we know how to wear the hijab how do we know how to interact with people how do we know what is halal what's haram so i feel like yes and also the quran is like the biggest guide for us and i feel like having a connection i'm someone who doesn't speak arabic wasn't brought up speaking Arabic so I feel like having a guided some like a guided teacher going through the tafsir review to understand what you're actually reading um is really important and I feel like um I feel like I'm going on a tangent about knowledge but bear with me but I'm someone who loves a good book and I love thinking of prophet's stories and stories in the quran as if as they are actual stories like thinking of them as actual characters i appreciate a good book i'm someone who thinks i'm the main character of my own story i love seeing the villains i love seeing you know you know <laughs> what i say like that um it just gets it just gets me really excited and i just want to share that i've been taking this journey and i want you all to take this journey all with me so dm me if you want to join the class i could definitely um share it with you 
on your lesson too so I feel like you're not going to miss anything and I'll share notes and stuff with you because I don't I feel like learning is so isolating I was never someone who took pride in learning like I failed my GCSEs I've never done my levels I tried I got out of school the minute I could and yeah I just felt like I was dumb <laughs> as as like, like blunt as it is to say well maybe I was made to feel like I was not capable and so I internalized a lot of that and I was like you know what? any knowledge of any kind I just don't care about but then when you realize that Islam means so much to you it's like you can't not learn you can't not because then how are you going to end up being the best Muslim you can be so I feel like it's going to catch up on you catch up on you at one point and I feel like better early than late so yeah but to cut a long story short um surah yusuf so you know how i said thinking of each story each character as real people as like resonating with them i so if you don't know about the story story of surah yusuf i recommend you read it the meaning of it before you watch this because i feel like i'm gonna butcher the explanation like i said i'm not a learned person i'm someone who tries to relate things I'm just gonna dumb it down, okay? Stuff for Allah, but I am. Um, Surah Yusuf, um, the story of his brothers who were just these evil guys, right? They were jealous of him because their father loved Yusuf more than they loved, or it seemed like that he loved him, Yusuf, more than they loved them. And so they became envious and jealous and plotted to kill him essentially and drop him into a well. And Yusuf was eight years old, eight or 10 people differ. Um, and there was a group of 10 of them and in their rage and their jealousy and their ego and in their envy, they decided they wanted to do this to him. Um, and I guess what I'm about to say next is going to sound really bad considering what I've just told you, but I found myself relating more with Yusuf alayhi salam's brothers than I did to Yusuf alayhi salam. From what I've read of the story of the Tafsir so far, and yes, sounds crazy, sounds, um, mental, but... I guess when I was like reflecting on it, it's like, I don't know if you, so the last two episodes, I was talking about how I was experiencing envy. And I feel like I pushed that feeling aside, like the feeling of jealousy. And like, it all obviously came from me wanting people to love me as much as, you know what I mean? And it was okay to like um, acknowledge it and like, accept that that's how you feel but it's like what you're gonna do about it so I found myself ignoring that feeling and pretending it like it was nothing and brushing it aside and so when I read this surah like the tafsir and the meaning of it and I found myself having these traits of the so-called villains in the and in this point of the story um I was like dang because the prophets right they're supposed to be the beacon of they're supposed to be the role models Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put these stories of the prophets into the Quran so that we may learn and to gain lessons from them and to like he's telling us a story he's teaching us things and he's we're meant to gain insights from them so when you have the goodness of the prophets and then you have these counterparts of like Musa and Fir'aun you have Musa the good Fir'aun the tyrannical leader so when I found myself obviously Safran I don't think I'm going as far as to say I'm Fir'aun but <laughs> when you have the traits of Fir'aun the traits of ego the traits of ty- tyranny I'm an older sister reflect on that you know when you're in your own feelings you tend to like brush aside how the other people around you feel and I don't want this to sound like I'm being some sort of motivational leader <laughs> like you know there's like red pill be the best you can be and like this really aggressive um that guy David 
Doggins, I don't know what his name is, but anyway, this just really work out people that, that really stress me out, so I don't want to sound like that. Um, but yeah, when you find yourself having the traits of these people, it's like, check yourself. Because I know how hard it is to be in the state of trauma, be in the state of sadness and grief for a huge period of time, you know, a chunk of your life. And then when you find yourself slowly seeing the light and getting out of it, you look back on how you treated people. And I don't want for you to have to go through that. It's like you're going through something now and I'm so sorry that you are and I can acknowledge it and that you will get through this. But look at the people around you now and see how you are treating them now because when you get out of this, which you will because everything passes, you do not want to be in the position where you've shut everyone out of your life and they now look at you in a certain way because that's exactly what happened to me, subhanAllah. And obviously it happened for a reason. Like one of the things that I learned in that lesson of the two, there's the two names of Allah, which is Al-Alim, which is the all-knowing, and Al-Hakim, which is the all-wise. And knowing that Allah is the all-knowing and all-wise and that every situation that he has put you in, every trial and every test, it was in his infinite wisdom and that he knows you better than anyone else. And that anything that you're going through now is in his wisdom and it's because he wants to make you learn something and he wants you to prove to you oh I'm being so inspirational (laughs) but um it feels really good talking about Islam and I'm so aware and I just want to say this like first and foremost is I'm so aware that I have no knowledge you know compared to like what I'm supposed to and like I really want to learn more inshallah ta'ala but it's like Anything that I do know, I just want to scream it and share it. And even though I don't know, it's just I interpret and I reflect. And Islam is the religion of reflection. Like, so many lessons. And I feel like a lot of times they're not... I guess the way they've been been taught for so long and, like, why people don't really connect with it, in our generation at least, is, like, it's been taught in this... Oh, but it's, like, it's real, but it's, like, not. And, like, when we don't see these human beings, these prophets as real people who experience challenges and trials and tribulations like we never really get to reflect with them because as human beings we like to see ourselves in the stories and the people that we read and relate to and the people who are our role models subhanAllah and so when you look at the life of the Rasulullah it's like he lost he had grief and he you know he had the year of sadness what they call the year of sadness when he lost his uncle when he lost his wife when people of uh when the people that he grew up with and people who his people abandoned him they boycotted him and they treated him like absolute garbage and that was the year of grief and subhanallah like he was a real person and he relied on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and I think one of the biggest things for me was like the prophets all went through something and Allah documented that and they all did that and we're supposed to look at them and like I guess we're supposed to take from that because don't like what they went through go to vain it's like they went through that so that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could document it and write in it write in the Quran that that happened for us to then take from it and not to make the same mistakes that the people who hated the prophets did like for example the that's the reason like the, the wisdom of having counterparts for example Ms. Musa and Fir'aun is like Musa was good Fir'aun was the devil <laughs> and he had the traits of of tyranny and destruction and but Fir'aun was human he's a human being and he had ego and we have traits of ego too and it's like we're not um 
we're not isolated we're not you're not not going to be doing some sins at the end of the day you know I think we established that in the last episode I kind of like I was like fix up um and so yeah (laughs) um and I think it's hard to think of your your own self as being someone okay I don't want to say that you're not a good person because I have this question a lot where it's like I question myself and saying like am I actually a good person though and I know my intentions are pure and I know maybe this is like self-doubt but when I look at the things that I've done in my life like I have deep regret and I think if you don't feel deep regret you're doing something wrong because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is just letting you live your life without thinking that you've ever done anything wrong which is like you have though because we're human so I feel like if you have this acknowledgement and this need to like rectify your mistakes it's like it's a good sign because Allah is telling you and he's showing you and he's giving you a mercy there's like mercy in him making you aware of it and then it's like what are you gonna do with you being aware now it's like you found it out alhamdulillah you figured it out but what are you then going to do to rectify that mistake? And I think the number one thing is istighfar, seeking forgiveness, like saying a stuff like a thousand times a day. I promise you, it's changed my life. Like, and it's a journey, and it's something that really seeking forgiveness is like a really mad experience where you need to kind of cleanse yourself of that. You need to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to truly like, like forgive you. And ask him to, and then ask him to help you to not do it again. And then you just have to act on it. And you may do that thing again or you may not. But at the end of the day, it's about you asking and going through that cycle. I think it's hard to like care about other people. One of the main things that is like it sounds so bad, and like this is why I say, Am I even a good person? But when you've been through something so traumatic, when you're going through things, it's so hard and tiring to actually care about other people. And I know you do, like you obviously care about your family, you care about the people in your life. But when you've been going through something, it's like hard to think of life in their shoes because it's like you don't want to take on their sadness and their baggage and their trauma because what you're going through is already so much. So why on earth would you put yourself through that? But it's like you have to force yourself because the minute you stay and sit in your own sadness and sit in your own rot is the minute that you're prone to to the ego and you're prone to like thinking of your own perspective and thinking that you're right all the time and we all know that that's not true like the biggest thing is to humble yourself and be like I don't know anything we really don't and like this even the thing with knowledge is like the minute you humble yourself and be like I actually don't know and I'm like so little compared to the grand scheme of things it's like fully submitting yourself to the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his great power and his great might and it's like we always want to have control over our own lives and the minute we let go and accept that everything bad in our, in our lives always call them bad but it's not because it's like Allah is Al-Hakim you know what I mean like he is the let me go back what does Al-Hakim mean what did I say he's all wise <laughs> and he's an Al-Halim and Al-Halim sorry and it's all happening through his infinite wisdom and so there's a reason why you don't have control over things there's a reason why you feel so like like you're gonna break down it's because you're not supposed to you're supposed to submit you're supposed to let go and you're supposed to go outside of yourself when you're when I one of the things that helped me when I was feeling so done was doing things for other people you know 
look in your life who is the people around you that have sticked and who have stayed around because I'm someone who people left you know like people like leave all the time but for me my siblings were the people who stayed and it was my siblings who I was treating the worst subhanAllah like and I only realized how much effect that had on them after I decided after I had a bit of healing and a bit of growth so don't let it be too late and when I say like doing things for other people I also mean giving in charity do something for the old person across the street they may look at you weirdly because you're a hijabi but <laughs> or smiling at someone like listening to someone else's story someone else's perspective go on even if you have to go on youtube like consume something that is different from the your own thoughts it's enough like you don't have to listen to your own thoughts because your own thoughts are getting mixed up with shaitan's whispers that's what i mean that's why you think you're such a bad person is because you've been in by yourself for too long you haven't prayed sorry to say <laughs> this is to me first before this is to you and i'm trying to make it lighthearted and but it's true like you haven't looked outside of yourself you haven't looked to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you don't know anything why are you staying by yourself <laughs> and I know you think that you're not worthy but that's obviously not true because you are worthy otherwise you wouldn't be here you wouldn't be alive you wouldn't be a Muslim you wouldn't be listening to this podcast right now you are worthy do not let anyone or anything and do not let shaitan tell you that you are not because that is his number one trick especially for someone who has mental health problems his number one trick for people who have mental health problem is by telling them that they are not worthy is that they are too bad to be a muslim they've been through you've done too much sin you have such um all this all this nonsense that this this devil <laughs> you have to really think of shaitan as your enemy because he's not some faraway creature that like he is literally like if I saw um no let me not let me not make a mockery of Islam right now um but yeah he is your enemy he is not your friend and when you're by yourself you kind of like tiptoe between that it's like subhanallah and it's so easy for you to just not be aware because you're by yourself so definitely like do something go outside read the Quran pray do something of charity be of service to someone um and hopefully inshallah you'll be better i don't feel like that's not even the right wording but if i do think of the right wording i will come back and say it <laughs> i was so worried that i didn't have anything more else to say recording this podcast that's why i didn't record for quite a while it doesn't seem like long to you but for me it does <laughs> um but I think when you like experience life more and you learn more like in this like surah, like doing this stuff, see of course, it's like I'm learning things, I'm interpreting, interpreting things more. So it's like, I want to speak. And that's the beauty of like adventuring life. Like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created this world so vast, like so many people. And it excites me to my core, the amount of people that are in this world and like the stories. And it's just so much perspective and so much hope. And I know like, things are so bleak and so sad but it's like it's so vast at the end of the day like and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, says that to us in the Quran it's like I actually don't know the verse I'm not going to quote it <laughs> but there is a verse that I'm thinking of and I maybe I'll like you know put it on on my Instagram but really it's about in renewing your intention and mine for this podcast is to share 
what do I need to share? Let me think about my intentions, okay? <laughs> is to share the stories of people or share the things that hit me, the stories that hit me in my heart and share them with you. I'm reflecting on sadness, I'm reflecting on grief and mental health. And mental health is such a blanket statement because it doesn't really do justice to what, to the experience of feeling like your world is ending feels like. I think people label all the people who, oh my God, you have mental health problems, so you're all the same. It's like, no, we're all individuals. We're all feeling this existential feeling separately, individually. But it's like, I want you to know that you are not alone in that either because people have gone through it. I've gone through it. I'm still going through it. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants you to go through it for a reason, okay? And do not lose hope and do not lose sight of the real goal, which is entering Jannah. Like, And I think you have... I think the people who go through things... Um, should feel more excited than ever to go to Jannah, inshallah, because, you know, learn about it, learn about what Jannah actually is, because you're feeling some sort of suffering now, but it's like, that makes you, make you feel even more inspired, even more wanting to go to Jannah and be even better, and, like, the infinite mercy of your Lord is crazy, and so don't let yourself become this shell of a person, don't let yourself become this person who sees themselves as not being a good human being, because you are, it's just you're going through something right now, and you will get out of it, but just don't let it become something that you live with and don't do things that you'll regret and don't, you know, become this person. Don't succumb to the will of the shaitan. Submit yourself to the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's just what you need to do. And that's all I have to say for today because my family's starting to make noises again <laughs> and I just don't want it to get picked up on here. But I just want to say thank you so much for giving me this platform and like some of you messaged me and it really has given me this confidence that I never had before I used to, like I said I used to think I was dumb I used to think that I was never worth anything because of what society maybe labels me as because I'm not as learned or I'm not as you know loud as, as some other people stuff a lot jealousy again <laughs> I'm joking um but this has given me a platform to truly say what I want to say and to truly connect with people who I need to connect with and you need to hear me and I need to and I need for you to hear me and I need for you to connect with me and it's like this is happening for a reason and I'm so glad that you're here to join in for the ride okay <laughs> I hope this wasn't too heavy and too deep and I know that it can be but if you maybe need to take a, a breather go for a walk you know do something a bit light-hearted I would tell a joke if I could but that would be very cringe anyway um yes thank you so much for listening until next time assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh see you later